Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Awesome. Good morning, everybody. 11 o'clock East Coast, 8 a.m. on the West Coast. Good morning, and let's get started. My name's Matthew Hanks. I'm with Hanks Realty Group just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. My co-host today, Mr. Craig Graves, who is also a part of Hanks Realty Group. And let me start with this. This is a big win. We love to start our huddles with a win. It was over a year ago when my friend Craig and I began to host the power huddles together, and we talked about mindset, having an unbeatable mind, and the Seal Fit Coaching Program, the <clears throat> the um, four uh, principles of mental toughness, and we'll touch on that today. But when we started doing that, Craig, my co-host, my friend, my teammate, was not even licensed to sell real estate. And in that time, he has gotten his real estate license. He has joined the team, and he is out there selling. And I want to give a shout out to Craig because this past weekend, Craig sold not only his first property but put two under contract this past weekend. So shout out to Craig. How's that for a win to get started? That's right. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you very much. 20X, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I got my uh, my 20X hat on today. We're going to talk about what the 20X is in just a few minutes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so Matthew and I started doing these about a year ago, and we started here with a book called The Way of the Seal. And we talked about the eight principles of elite leadership. And, and a lot of what's in this book is about building mindset. So this past, not this past weekend, but the Saturday before, Matthew and I attended a 20X. And if you don't know what a 20X is, it is an event hosted by Seal Fit by Mark Devine, the author of this book, who's a retired Navy SEAL commander and his team. Um, and there's different levels of, 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 of these kinds of events. There's a six hour. Uh, a 12 hour, which is what Matthew and I did, a 24 hour, and then a 48 hour. And so basically what happens during these events is you go out there and the instructors are either current or former Navy SEALs, and they put into practice the mindset techniques that are taught in, in this book and others that Mark has written. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, these patches are given out at the end of the events. And so I was talking to my daughter yesterday and she said, Daddy, what'd you have to do to get that patch? And I said, honey, there are blood, sweat, and tears in this patch. And she said, tears, you cried? And I said, okay, there's blood and sweat in this patch. There's blood and sweat in it. So oh, they were happy tears at the end. They were happy tears at the end. Yeah, yeah. So Matthew and I are part of the same mastermind. And Matthew and I met many years ago. Uh, I created a mastermind and invited Matthew to be a part of it. And so Matthew and two other guys from our group joined, joined me out there for, for the event. And so really, you know, you, you might ask yourself, why do you why do you do these things? I mean, why would anybody pay money to a bunch of Navy SEALs to punish them for 12 to 14 hours? And really, the reason we do this is, is to build mindset and to practice the techniques that that are taught through this this program. So I read this book in, in 2014 ish, and it made such a huge impact on me that when Mark opened up a coaching program, uh, I became one of his certified unbeatable mind coaches. And then some other things happened, which led me to, to join Matthew's team uh, as part as, as a real estate broker. But, you know, I had always been fascinated by the mindset of these men. And I thought that was something we were born with or not. And so when I read this book, I realized that Mark was teaching these techniques and you could learn these 
these, these techniques. And there's four things we're going to talk about today, real high level. And then we'll talk about what uh, happened during the event. We'll talk about um, how you can create your own adversity to build mindset. And, uh, and, and I'm sure we'll talk about other things as well. So um, the techniques that we talk about in Unbeatable Mind are, are teachable and we put them into practice. And if you've listened to the power huddles we've done on the way of the seal and maybe a couple other topics, you probably heard me talk about them before. But there are four skill sets, four skills that you can learn in order to become tougher in your mind and be able to persevere and to get through. And when we started the event, the event started at 6 a.m. on Saturday morning in Temecula, California, uh, not too far from San Diego, about an hour north of San Diego. And so when we got there, we moved out to the uh, what they call the grinder. And if you don't know Temeclia, I did not. It's kind of like a desert kind of feel when you say, Matthew. Kind of like, yeah, man, like there's kinda. some mountains there, but a lot of sand, gravel, stuff like that. A lot of sand and gravel. Yeah, a lot of ice and water. We'll talk about that in a minute, too. Um, but Commander Mark Devine came out and talked to us before the event started. And basically, he introduced himself to each person. Which was really neat. He went around the he went around the uh, the grinder, introduced himself, and then he talked about these four skills. And he said a lot of things that 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 may, that I'd heard before, you know, and some things that kind of rang to me, rang truer to me as he said them that day. But the first of the big four skills is breath control. So if we're if we're breathing properly, then we can control our physiology. If you're if you're anxious, if you're fearful. Um, Breathing deeply into the belly through the nose actually calms you. It puts you in a in a different in a different uh, state of mind. It actually changes your brain waves and calms you. And if you are able to control your breath, then you can control your thought process. So if your mind starts to drift into negative places, and you can realize that, and you can control your breathing, then you can start to redirect your mind into different places. And Matthew, I may ask you if, if anything stuck out to you during during the commander's conversation on these four on these four items as we go too. So Mark teaches a lot of techniques. He said on the grinder that day, if I could teach one thing, you take one thing away from this pro from this program, then learn how to properly breathe in through the nose, down into the belly, into the diaphragm, and then out through the nose in reverse. Matthew, anything stick out to you when he said about that? Yeah, he said uh, after you practice, you can get to where you're taking three breaths a minute. Three breaths a minute, right. And he goes over two techniques. One is called a tactical breath, uh, where you just breathe into a four or five count and then breathe out. And also a box breathing practice, where you breathe into a four or five, you hold for a four or five, you exhale for a four or five, and you hold at the bottom and then you repeat. And so that was the first of the big four skills. Now, this event is designed to put these skills into practice. And hopefully, you know, people who attend these events are already are already implementing these practices on a smaller scale in, in their daily in their daily lives. And we'll talk about that, too. The second thing was 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 self-talk or positivity, if you will. So what stories are we telling ourselves? So um, once we realize we're in that negative place, we control our breath, then we can start to think these positive things and put ourselves into the positive places that we need to be. And, you know, Matthew and I talked about the power of the spoken word. A lot of people think these thoughts and tell them tell themselves these thoughts in their head, but really, in, in Commander Divine did not talk about the power of the spoken word. But I believe that if we speak these things out loud, they become even more powerful. So breath control is the first thing, and then the things that we're telling ourselves. Thanks. Anything to add there? 
it made a difference when we're standing around and the the things that we would say to each other, you know, you had a, people encouraging one another, say, hey guys, easy day. Hey, we got this. Hey man, hang in there. Stuff like that. So they're speaking it out loud and it makes a tremendous difference. Yes. Yes. One of the things Mark talked about that struck me there was putting the heart and mind into action. And there's actually science that says that we have the same uh, neurons. Is that the right term in our hearts that we have in our brains? But the difference is the heart is always in the present. It's our minds that put us back into the past or put us into the future, which create which which creates uh, regret, worry, anxiety, those kind of things. But if you merge those two into one, merge the heart and mind into action, then that's what he calls kokoro. That's a Japanese term. There's no English term for that translation. But if you put your heart and mind together into action, then you're living in the present, focusing on the current task. The third thing he talked about was visualization, visualizing success, you know, visualizing yourself completing the task. Um, visualization is something that a lot of different people use. Tiger Woods, um, uh, Tom Brady, uh, Michael Phelps, they all use visualization as part of their training process in order to, um, to be better athletes. Hanks, anything about visualization that Commander Divine said stick out to you? maybe not specifically about that part. Uh, I did want to mention that one of the reasons why we brought this up on Power Huddle and related it to the real estate world is the whole reason he began this program was that he saw people who made it through the SEAL uh, training and those that didn't. And it was a huge number didn't make it through um, SEAL training. So, and it's a huge number don't make it in real estate. So those parallels to... Um, having a tough mindset, doing the things you need to do is part of why we brought this up a year ago uh, and related it to real estate. Exactly right. Sorry about that, guys. My real estate phone's ringing from Matthew. <laughs> the fourth thing we talked about was, was, was micro goals or focusing on the task at hand. So, you know, we get overwhelmed when we think about the big picture in a lot of cases, but the goal here is to break, thing down, break things down into manageable chunks. Um, speaking of SEAL teams, when uh, the Navy did a study and they asked the guys who were successful, who got through the program successfully, only about 15% of the people will make it through successfully. They all had different things, but the one commonality was they were able to break it down into small chunks. They didn't think about the eight weeks or the eight months. They thought about getting to breakfast. They thought about getting you know, to the next evolution. They thought about getting to lunch. They weren't looking at eight months of, of hell on earth. They were only looking at the small chunks. Hanks, anything to say about micro goals? Yeah, it's, um, I think the more comfortable we get, the more we can look into the future. But when things get tough, man, you just got to just focus on the here and now. And I know there were times uh, that during the exercise, the 20X, Craig, they would do stuff like, uh, you know, hey, and we were totally gassed. I mean, just exhausted. Say 30 burpees. And you're like, I don't know if I could do one burpee, you know? But then a burpee is what, a four count exercise? And so the micro goal was like, I just make it to one of the four. I'm not even thinking about doing an entire burpee. You just have to break it down to, uh, if, if I think about doing 30 right now, I may just walk off and quit because I don't know if I can, but you got to break it down. And that's part of how they showed us through that process that we are capable of doing way more, but it was through the micro goals, like a burpee say, Hey, we got to start a burpee. Okay. Not, I don't even know if I can right now. I'm so gassed. Just get on the ground, just get on the ground. and then you know, go take it from there. And the tougher it is, the the shorter you have to look in, in order to be successful. You know, we, in those moments, we're not looking at the end, even the end of the day or 
the next hour. You know, they wouldn't even let us have a watch. We didn't know what time it was. But it was the micro goal. Just do the small things. And then they all add up. And sure enough, 12, 14 hours later, 20x secure. And it was all over. But it was from stacking all those micro goals. And it, it, it turned into us accomplishing the mission. Exactly right. So I'm just giving you guys, uh, I'm just giving you some gold, right? Those, those four skills, you can take those four skills and you can become a different person by using those things. But me telling you about them is not going to get you there. You have to put them into a, into a daily practice. And really, you know, if I can take maybe a step back, the reason that we're doing all these stuff is to pre- prepare ourselves for challenges that life throws at us by creating adversity on purpose. So like, most of us are pretty comfortable. You know, I'm in, a, I'm in a fairly nice house here. I've got a very comfortable couch and a very comfortable bed. My, my refrigerator is full of groceries. But life might happen. You know, we had we, nobody saw COVID coming. And for two years, we're going through this madness, right? Something else could come up. We, we're, we're, we're hearing these rumblings about this huge recession that's coming along, all this stuff. So life is going to hit us in the mouth whether we're, whether we're ready for it or not. And so by doing these things, we can create some adversity to prepare ourselves in our minds for when things do become difficult. And so that's really what we're doing here. We're not, Matthew and I are not, are not Navy SEAL wannabes or anything like that, but we're preparing our minds. We're, we're, we're experiencing this personal growth through created adversity. So when things do happen, we're more prepared for that stuff. So these four skills I've just given you, those are great, right? <clears throat> but you're not going to be able to take those skills from me just saying what I said and go out there and, and, and persevere or or excel in hard times. You have to practice those things on a daily basis if possible. So we talked about, um, in in the past, we've talked about doing a breathing practice and practicing those first three just by kind of sitting in a meditative state for five to 10 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day, which is kind of my goal. My name is Shaggy. The hard stuff, the, the micro goals and the focus is really practice through doing hard things, putting hard things into practice. So as an unbeatable mind coach, what I tell my clients is do something every day that puts you out of your comfort zone. And it doesn't have to be anything big. I tell people to rate it on a scale of one to 10. And maybe daily you do something, you know, one, two, maybe three, maybe it's a cold shower. Maybe it's a difficult conversation, something like that. You know, then monthly we do something a little bit harder uh, quarterly, we do something even harder. And then once a year, we just really blow it out. Matthew and I really blew it out a couple of weeks ago. So you really want to put those things in, into practice. And that's what we did during this 20X event. It was a way for us to practice these mindset skills. So during the event, um, the coaches there, and they're not trying to make us quit. They're trying to push us to the limit without making us, without pushing us over the edge. But during the event, they're, they're asking us these questions. How's your breathing? You know, where's your mindset? You know, what are you saying to yourself? Where, where's your self-talk? And so during the whole thing, we're going through this process where we're actually putting these four skills into practice. And, uh, and it, was quite, it was quite a shock. So, you know, Matthew, what, 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 was your, uh, what, what are your thoughts so far on, on what we're, where we're going? Well, I, I like what you related to because there's only a, a – a small number of people that would want to be a part of something like a 20x but the way you just related it to um maybe hard times in business maybe hard times in family and that's something that everybody can relate to because we're all going to face those times if you're going through smooth waters right now then just hold on you know everybody's saying right now real estate with the rates 
increasing that could really change the climate of what we have going on in real estate. That could create some hard times for people. So using these four principles, you know, maybe we're not uh, looking at a five and 10 year plan. Say, hey, things have just shifted completely. Let's look at, let's make it through the next 90 days. Let's look at what the the, the next six months uh, is, is going to take on. So that's kind of my thought towards it. Exactly. I, th- I think that's a great example because, you know, when you think about things people are saying, maybe things you're reading, you know, if you feel you, if you feel your body, what are you doing? You're probably tensing up, holding your breath, you know? So what do you do? You just catch your breath, you begin to breathe and relax yourself. You begin to tell yourself positive things. You begin to visualize yourself being successful as a, as a real estate broker, wherever you are. And then you, uh, you focus on the task at hand. You know, let me get this, let me get this contract. Let me get this house listed. Let me get this contract signed, whatever you're doing at that moment. And then you just push right through what, what, it, what it is that you're doing. So there were, there were lots of lessons that I think Matthew and I both learned individually. And, and also part of the training is, is to focus on the team. You know, you're not going to get through an event like that when you're just focused on yourself. If you want to, if you really want to persevere and you really want to excel, then find a buddy who's suffering and help that person. And there was a lot of suffering going on, Matthew, wasn't there? <laughs> there was a lot of that going on, a lot of opportunity for that. So, Matthew, as you think about the, the event, I mean, what are some of the lessons I, that you think you learned individually about yourself as we went through that? Well, part of the reason they name it the 20X and maybe the, the entire reason, Craig, is that we're, we're all capable of 20 times more than we realize we are. And you can look at that in a physical way or you know, involving our relationships, involving our business, the production levels, we're all, we're all capable of way, way more than we realize we are. And so um, when we were in that environment and you have somebody that's pushing you and, you know, if you go to the gym, you do a 30 minute workout, an hour workout, you're like, oh man, that's a great workout. You know, I feel pretty tired. Well, what happens if you, when you get done with that and you feel like you can't do anymore? Okay. Um, do it all again. Like, well, God, I, I, I can't, there's no way I could do it. Or, okay. And then you do it again. And as, now you got two times. Okay, now do it again the third time. Um, for those who maybe are familiar with this type of training, maybe heard of a Murph. Uh, a Murph is an exercise named after Lieutenant Murph and uh, what he had done. But it was a, a mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and another mile run. And we didn't do this in the beginning when we were somewhat fresh. It was through, we, we were past the midday point of the day and we were all just completely gassed and didn't feel like you had anything left. And they said, okay, now it's time to do a Murph. And my takeaway from that, Craig, to answer your question, I, I don't know before I got there and actually did it, if you'd have told me that we were going to do that and complete that level of accomplishment after being, after what we did all morning. You know, the low crawls, the bear crawls, the ice baths, uh, we're totally exhausted and we do a Murph. Yes. So I think the biggest takeaway is, you know, certainly using those principles help, but the overall, the 20X, the reason that it's named that is that we're capable and all of us are, we're capable of 20 times more than we realize we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that was a, that, that, I'm glad you brought the Murph up because we are capable that, that, and he's right. We're capable of 20 times more than you think. Um, during the event, we were in formation. Matthew happened to be beside me, and we had done a really tough physical training session that morning. Then we had to do the PST, which is a physical standards test. 
you have to do as many pull-ups, push-ups, uh, air squats as within t- each individually in two minute time frames, and then run a mile within, within 10 minutes. So we did all of that. And then another one of the coaches came into the picture and we did a sandbag drill where we were, we were, we were practicing for what they call log PT. And he hammered us. I mean, that's, that, that alone was one of the toughest things I've ever been through in my entire life. And me and Matthew were both laying in the dirt and he looks over at me and he says, Craig, I don't know how I'm going to do a Murph because we knew that was coming. And I'm like, dude, me either. I couldn't, I could not push myself off the ground anymore. My, my, my arms had gone to failure, but somehow we, we, we broke, we had a little food, we had a little lunch and then we knocked out that Murph. And, and like Matthew said, that's, that alone is a, is a huge workout. So you are capable. And I learned that about myself. We're capable of much more than we think. And after that Murph, we did two more evolutions. We did the, uh, the leader and then we had, and then we did log PT. Uh, and so your body is way capable of much, much more than you, than you think it is. Uh, we keep alluding to the ice bass. So they had two ice bass set up. And there was about what, 15, 15 feet between the two of them, Matthew. Something like that. Yeah. And they would say, hit the ice bass. And we would have to jump in those ice bass. We'd get into one and you had to submerge yourself. And if you've ever been under the ice uh, with your face, it's it's terrible, terrible to be under the water in, in icy water like that because your inclination is to breathe when you get that cold. Uh, I bet we did that 30 times, you know, 30 times we went through the ice bath. But, you know, we learned we were much more capable of, 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 uh, what we thought, but also too, for me, I was able to, to manage my emotional state. So a couple of times I got a little bit frustrated, but I was able to bring that back and just focus on, on where I was at. And I was able to maintain my emotional state and not get, because those guys were hammering us relentlessly, relentlessly. And they were looking for reasons to, to punish us even harder. And I was a cause of two of those things. Um, So, and and Hanks was too, (laughs) And so, you know, for, for example, Matthew was doing a, 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 we were doing Smurf jumping jacks, you know what those are. And long story short, Matthew wasn't doing them correctly. So we had to do a plank or something like that. So you're getting hammered because something your, your, your teammate did. Um, another thing that stuck out to me, and this is a lesson that I think is good for anybody in any situation is why are you doing what you're doing? If you have a strong enough, why you can get through just about any how, you know, um, so ask yourselves, you know, why are you guys real estate agents? You know, what is there? Is it to make money? Is there a bigger picture? Um, if we do get into tough times and, and, and business is slower, that why would help you persevere and get through. So I had a strong why going into the event. You know, I wanted to show my kids um, what I was capable of doing. I wanted to learn new things about myself. That was one of the things that, uh, you know, meet a new version of yourself. So I wanted to learn these lessons. But a couple of times I'm thinking, why am I doing this? And then I could fall back on that why and I could keep going. But if I didn't have a why, I'd have been out of there, man. I, you know, I'm not putting up with that, but I would have been out. But I had a strong why that helped me get through um, what I was going through. Matthew, you had a strong why in, in, in OCS, didn't you? Well, yeah, I sure did. <clears throat> OCS was probably the program in the military. Um, spent eight years in the military, but it was probably the closest that I had come to this. Uh, you know, this was all kind of condensed into 12 hours. OCS was spread out over 16 months. So big difference there, but it was a similar, uh, call it DOR drop on request and you could drop out of the program. 
but I knew for sure that uh, I was going to be away from my family for about a year on a deployment if I knew if I dropped. And so nothing that that, that was going on was going to cause me to drop at all. So exactly. Um, and I knew I knew on this program, Craig, I'd have to come back and tell everybody that I didn't make it through the 12 hours, you know, because a lot of people knew I went. So that wasn't going to happen. You know, I, I I couldn't come back and say, no, we, you know, I took all this time and decided to do this training. I took on the challenge and didn't make it. You know, we can't do that. You know, we're all stronger than that. But the four of us helped each other, too. The four of us went on that trip. You know, there's times where everybody's ready to, you know, close to their breaking point. You, you look over at your buddy and he's hanging in there strong like I'm not quitting. You know, yeah. I feel like I do it for my teammates. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got to a point where there was a there was a six hour event and a twelve hour. I, I told you the the time frame. So the six hour was mingled in with us, and so at one point the six hours finished and they were able to go. And we were told if you stop, then you know you get a certificate for your six hours and you're good to go. And so one of the guys is like, "Hey, if anybody if anybody bails at six hours, I'm gonna go with them." And so the other guys were like, "Nah, we're staying." So we all stayed, you know, we, we were all going to stay if we all stayed. So that, so that's exactly what happened. Matthew, we're running short on time, but what would you say you learned about the team? Is there anything you took from the event that you'll take back to the office, to your, to your real estate office and implement team wise um, from any of the lessons that you learned? Yeah, there were a couple of times that while we were doing different things, and like you said, they would punish us for the smallest thing. And they would ask us, like, you know, where at home can you implement these principles that you're learning here? Uh, this training that you're doing right now, where in your office can you implement those things? And I remember specifically, there was, you know, I, I have a tendency to make things more complex than they need to be. And I remember thinking, you know, there's probably some processes that we can streamline. They don't need to be as complex as they are. And then when it comes to communication, you know, I think you there, there's always opportunity for improvement when it comes to communication. If you have, if you're working as a solo agent, then it's communication with clients and other agents and vendors that you're working with. But if you're working as part of a team, if it's you and an assistant or you and a buyer agent, and, and or if it grows beyond that and there's multiple people, there's just lots of times that there'd be communication breakdowns and then the mission would fail because of communication breakdowns. One person knew what they're supposed to do, the instructions. They didn't pass that along to everybody else on the team as an example. But I remember being in the environment there and thinking, you know, I can take this stuff home. You know, our, our as a family, we can communicate better. As an office, we can communicate better. We can streamline things. We can focus on what's important. We can all do way more than we think we can. Um, ways to motivate the team. You know, different people have to be motivated in different ways. Not everybody's going to respond to uh, the type of motivation they gave us out there. You know, Craig? Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, we're almost to the bottom of the hour. Are there any questions? Are there any questions anybody has about creating adversity to build mindset or specifically the 20X? Where would they go to find out if they were just curious to learn a little bit more about it? Where would they go, Craig? Is it sealfit.com? Sealfit.com, uh, unbeatablemind.com or, or Mark's websites. I think he has markdivine.com too. If any of you guys have specific questions for me on the call, or if you watch this later, then feel free to reach out. You know, I love talking about this mindset and, and these events. If you want help creating your own crucibles or finding out more about attending one of these, then let me know that too. I'm happy to answer questions. Yeah, there were people there, Craig, from all over Canada, the Netherlands, Germany. Uh, there was a guy there from Switzerland. I think there was a couple there from Germany. So they traveled all over the world to be a part of this. 
Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was definitely a life changing experience, guys. Thank you, and thank you for your service. Oh yeah, honor to do it. Craig, you're ready to sign up for the next one, aren't you? You know, leaving, I thought no, but the more I think about it, I I, I may do a 24 hour. I haven't. I'm, I'm I'm leaning more towards at least considering it. So we'll see. Well, let's get to work. Let's set up the ice bass. We'll get ready. <laughs> this was awesome. Thank you, guys. Oh, you're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. Hope you guys had some takeaways from it. It was it was quite the experience. A lot of lessons, though, can be applied day to day and in our real estate businesses. Yeah. And if you have questions about the seal fit, go to go to YouTube and search for seal fit 20x. And you can see some of the things that Matthew and I were, were going through out there together. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.